And I thought that it would be good to just spend a, a short while explaining to you what modernist thinking and postmodernist thinking is so you can recognize it because the worldviews and the paradigms that are coming out now are basically based on postmodernist thinking. And postmodernism is the problem. And if you're looking a bit mystified, don't worry, I will explain it to you. Um, comments like this that, well, there is no truth, absolute truth. It's all a matter of what everyone believes is right, is postmodernist thinking. And basically, the individual makes up his mind what's right and what's wrong. And absolute truth is done away with. And so you need to understand what's going on so you can understand when people criticize Christianity where they're coming from. What was modernism? Modernism came in with the age of reason. And the age of reason and science began to say that reason would replace God. That it was only superstition and ignorance that made people believe in God. And the age of reason that came in said, well, uh, w eventually we won't need God. Our reason, our scientific discoveries and everything will make man in the place of God. In fact, they fulfilled Romans chapter 1 very well. And um, the modernists believe that they would take over everything and um, they would be able to sort everything out. And um, Thomas Oden, or Oden uh, said that the modern age lasted exactly 200 years from the fall of the Bastille in 1789 to the fall of the Berlin Wall in 1989 the revolutionaries exalted the rights of man the goddess of reason in the modern period human reason would take the place of God solving all human problems and remaking society along the lines of scientific rational truth in other words you don't need a truth of God you don't need biblical truth now you've got your rational reason and if you um, raise people's economic level then you'll do away with crime you'll do away with dishonesty uh, all you have to do is give them nice houses and nice places to live and basically society will change the reason society is bad is because you've got ghettos you've got unemployment you've got poor areas and that is why you have crime and in the age of reason and what was called the modernist age, people would declare you can change society by investing money. And when I was a young man, uh, what was it, nearly 40 years ago now, I remember they built new towns. Now, new towns were a, a, a concept where you took a plot of land like Harlow, <laughs> Or you took Basildon or somewhere and you plonked a new town there with new housing and then you took people out of the inner cities and you put them there with nice council housing uh, in open fields around. You built um, facilities around there and 
The whole of society would change because taking them out of the slums, the two up, two down terraced houses, and giving them nice houses would be the answer to everything. In Liverpool you had Kirby, uh, a place called Kirby. And, and they said that would be the answer. Now they moved them out of the slum regions. They took them away from their environment, they took them away from the community, and they dumped them in these new towns. What happened? Well, in Kirby, one I know about because I lived up in Liverpool for a time, it's where I met my wife. Um, in Kirby, what happened? They went into the new homes and they discovered within weeks that the people had taken off all the internal doors of the properties, sawed them up and used them for firewood. They'd also stripped all the banisters out of the tower blocks to use for firewood. Uh, and within months, the whole place was absolutely made, vandalised and made the dump like they had had in, in a Liverpool. You see, giving someone something nice doesn't help them. You have to change the inside of a person, not the outside. You don't change someone by giving... But modernism said you can change society. All you have to do is give someone a nice environment. Well, I'll tell you, the environment is made by the people that live in it. And if people live like pigs, you give them a nice house, they're going to live like a pig inside the nice house, and they'll soon turn it into a pigsty. That's the way it is. Uh, but the modernists said, look, rationally speaking, poverty is the reason for crime. And look, there were many poor people who have been very honest people. And in fact, um, when I was a youngster, there was no thought of locking your back door. There was no need. Uh, there was no thought of having to protect your children, there was no need. Today, in the so-called enlightened age, things get worse and worse. And you have to ask why. Well, modernism never had an answer. Uh, rational thought and reason goes out of the window. And education doesn't make people better living people. Uh, we've got comprehensive schools now, uh, if you can call them schools at all, uh, where people go and they learn, but they, what they aren't taught is ethics, morals, a moral code, because the governments have done away with ethics. They've done away with morals. What's right to you might not be right to the person down the road, but you, you're entitled to your view. Absolute truth has gone out of the window. They don't want any longer us to call sin, sin. And so they've come away from the rational moral and they've moved into what's called postmodern era. And the postmodern era is totally different. Uh, most people with modernism... They, they attacked Christianity on the basis that it was irrational to believe in a supreme being. You had the theories of the Big Bang. But people believed, you know, somehow you came from a jellyfish. 
There was an explosion millions of years ago. I hope none of you believe that rubbish. God put in his word exactly how creation started. He started it. He formed everything. God can do it in six seconds. Six days. God's God. Where did the dinosaurs go? Well, they didn't survive the flood because it killed every living thing that wasn't in the ark. End of story. Now, why were there dinosaurs? I don't know. Maybe there were, maybe there weren't. I never met one. Um, there's a lot of ideas, a lot of mythology. And I'm just a believer in six days, seventh day, God rested. That's good enough for me. Now, Jesus believed the Old Testament. As he was God and happened to be around at the time, I think I'm safe in believing it too. Well, maybe you think you're smarter than God, of course. There's quite a few people do. Now, if you're one of these that likes to compromise and, and you're not a fundamentalist and you want to believe in a liberal way of thinking, I don't. I don't care what you think. Uh... The Bible makes it clear, and the Bible's the only touchstone I have. Postmodernists aren't attacking Christianity on those grounds. They don't go into reason and try and say, oh, well, you know, we've reasoned out this or we've reasoned out that. That's not their attack. A postmodernist says that the claims of Christianity. They're not denied. They don't deny the claims. They're rejected on one reason only. And that is they purport to be true. They don't reject them on any other basis than that they purport to be true. Those who believe there are no absolutes will dismiss those who reject relativism as intolerant, as trying to force their beliefs on other people. In other words, I'm, I'm not entitled as a Christian to share the gospel with people and try to convince them that the word of God is true because I'm trying to force my beliefs on other people. I'm not trying to force it on other people. I'm telling them what is true because what isn't true is a lie. I'm not trying to force it on anyone. You can't force a belief on anyone. You cannot brainwash anyone. You can't. Whatever people say, um, it's impossible. The Russians tried it for years. They find brains are unwashable. There's only one thing that can be washed. That's the human heart by the blood of Jesus Christ. But you can't change a man's mind against his will. You can't. If a man sets his will, there is nothing you can do to change it. If a man decides... To believe a lie, there's nothing you can do. That is why it's the foolishness of preaching that saves men. And the Lord alone knows why he chose such a stupid method. But he did. You preach the word of God. And God, by a miraculous way, intervenes by the Holy Ghost. Births people by the incorruptible word of God. And it's happened. Now, there is no rational reason to explain it. It just happens. And I want you all to know that I'm a great believer in 
reason being most unreasonable. Because when I was, uh, I've told you before, but when I was at school, they had a beautiful idea. And the beautiful idea was this, that the smallest you could ever get any substance was an atom. And everyone grew up, and, and that was a law. The atom was the smallest. Well, while I was still, um, I think I was in the sixth form, they split the atom. And then they began to talk about all sorts of things. And, and you suddenly realize science changes because scientists discover that they aren't as smart as they thought they were. Medicine changes. There's a lot of things change all the time. One day they tell you this is healthy, the next day they tell you it'll kill you. Um, doctors are the most ignorant experimenters out. Thank God for what they do get right, but it's a fluke. You do understand that. Now, if it comes to breaking a limb and it's mechanical, they can fix it. But everyone's a chemical factory, and basically they have come up with different conclusions all the time. Uh, they used to poo-poo um, taking a vitamin, say, oh, you know, just eat food. And now they, they're starting to say, well, vitamins can help. Uh, they take half a day in nutrition in a five-year course, and then they go out and they wonder why they're poisoning people with drugs instead of just telling them simple remedies. Old housewives' remedies sometimes are more effective than medicine. But I believe in medicine. I want you to know that. Thank God that when you break your leg, you don't have to be put down. They can fix it, you know. Um, they can do mechanical things like But when it comes to drugs, uh, I think it's something like 46% of people in hospital are there for drug-related causes. In other words, drugs have put them in the hospital. Uh, and that's medicines they're being prescribed. But that is a fact that is just a scientific fact. Um, now, I'm not saying that the people would not be dead if they hadn't taken the drugs. That's a different issue. And it's amazing how they'll criticize a church for praying for the sick and saying, well, not everyone gets healed. But then they'll open a hospital and ignore the fact that three quarters of the patients go out feet first when they've got some serious ailment. Uh, totally irrational. Um, doctors give false hope all the time. Now, postmodernist thinking comes along and it says, hey, there, there's no truth at all. Um, many Christians, including theologians, are still battling with modernism and they don't understand that it's changed. Uh, we've got a postmodernist world. And the postmodernist world says nothing is true. The truth is just a very personal thing. What you think is true is true for you. But what I think is true is true for me. And they take away any hope of any balanced truth. And that's where the deadliness of it all comes. The intellect is replaced by the will. Reason is replaced by emotion. Morality is replaced by relativism. Reality itself becomes a co social construct. Um, the emerging worldview challenges 
Christianity in, in a totally different way from what modernism did. Modernism tried to prove scientifically that Christianity couldn't have been. How could Jonah have lived in the belly of a fish for three days and three nights? He couldn't, so it couldn't have happened. Well, it did happen because God said it happened. Jesus rose from the dead. Well, say uh, the modernist, no, well, he swooned. He didn't actually die. He was just in a coma. And when he came out of his coma, he rolled up his grave clothes, stepped out, uh, having, you know, been stabbed, pierced through the heart, having the blood flowing out, but he wasn't really dead. Well, that's ridiculous. Or they say he just rose in spirit form and somehow his body vanished. That's equally ridiculous. But the postmodernist, he just looks at it and he says, well, didn't really happen at all. Reason is replaced by emotion. It's what you feel that matters, not what you believe. And they, they basically um, come to experience. And everything goes away from rational reason to experience. Now, reason's not a bad thing. Reason's only bad when you try and disprove God's existence. But when you start with emotion and you say, Ah, oh, well, um, I feel this. I feel I should do that. I feel, well, on what basis? And Christianity has now gone away from the word of God. And everyone goes by their feelings. If they go to church and they feel God really met them, well, how? What did he do? Truth has gone out of the window. You don't need it anymore. It's how you feel. And once you get in a feeling, then you've no way of judging whether what you believe is true or false. It's just what you feel. Emotion, when it replaces reason, is a deadly thing. Because your emotions change with the wind, don't they? Hello? You're understanding what I'm saying? Um, morality is replaced by relativism. Well, you know, uh, is it right that you, you have clones of children? I mean, you could clone human life. You don't have to have husband and wife. Is it right that you, you can actually take two female eggs and you can join and you could create a human being? Postmodernism will array itself against Christianity. Like modernism, Christianity and most postmodern systems of thought, such as class classical rationalism, also believe in absolute truth. As a universal and totalizing discourse, Christianity would thus fall into the same category as the Enlightenment. Postmodernists will tend to treat Christianity and much pre-modern thought as a variety of modernism. In other words, they'll, they'll say the age of reason is over. We're in the age of Aquarius. Let's get out of reasoning beings. Let's all go by what we feel. Ah. <sighs> Whatever you feel is right, is right. Have you noticed now that when they get up, they talk words, but the words have no substance? 
They talk ideas, but the ideas have no substance. They have replaced ideals for ideas. And now it's ideas. And as long as you get people to believe the idea, and they don't realise there are no ideals anymore, no morals anymore, people accept it. Well, okay? Doesn't matter what race you are, doesn't matter what nationality you are, doesn't matter what culture you've come from, sin is the issue and the only issue. Selfishness, self-centeredness and sin. But the postmodernist says no. Sin doesn't exist. What's right and wrong is only in what you feel is right and wrong. If you feel it's right, it's right. So once you become a postmodernist and the church takes that attitude, you can't deal with the real needs of man and woman, which is sin. What is sin? Sin is rebellion against God's law. Oh, just a minute, there's no absolute truth. You can't say to someone, this is right and that is wrong, because when you do that, you become intolerant. You've got to tolerate every form of the lifestyle because toleration is the God of postmodernism. You must be tolerant. You haven't a right to go to someone and say you're wrong because there is no right and wrong anymore. It's whatever you feel. And what's right for one person might be wrong for the other. And what's wrong for one person might be right for another. And so they take away all standards. So the word of God becomes of no effect. You can't take the Bible and say this is true because they'll say no it's not. We don't accept the Bible. Now, if you don't accept the Bible, what touchstone have you got? You're saved by the incorruptible word of God from sin. And you won't know sin if the law doesn't come. And if you don't believe in the law, you have no touchstone of what's right and wrong. So the postmodernist, in one fell swoop, has said, Hey, the only true religion is one world religion where you choose whatever you want to believe in from whatever place you want to believe in it and you take that as your standard and that's it. So Eastern mysticism can be mixed with Christianity, can be mixed with occultism, can be mixed with all sorts of things and, and that's truth. And don't you dare get up and say, I know what's true, because the moment you do that, they'll label you a cult. They'll say, oh, there you are. Look at that, a cult. They say they've got the truth. But I want to tell you one thing. This book is true. It's God's word. And what it says is what I believe. Every bit of it. That's it. And it's a touchstone that people don't want to have anymore. They want to turn around and say, oh, no, 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 no. You see, society's moved on. Well, society has never been God. Society's always been full of sin. But they've substituted society for God. They don't like the idea 
Modernism established a hierarchy. They, they liked to have everything. You know, the scientist was top dog, doctor's top dog, everyone, you know, reason, philosophy, top dog. Uh, postmodernism cultivates anarchy because when you have no touchstone of what's right and wrong, you've got anarchy. Every man does what's right in his own eyes. And if you get a church run like that, God help us. Which way are you going? It's like the famous leader, follow me men, I'm right behind you. I mean, you're not going to get anywhere if you've got leadership like that. You'll go nowhere. Modernism seeks the logos, the underlying meaning of the universe expressed in language. Postmodernism, on the other hand, embraces silence. Have you heard people say to you, well, I can worship God in silence? Well, if you worship God in silence, you know why you worship God in silence? Because you can't put voice to anything. Because if you put voice to it, it has to have meaning. And if you bring language into it, then it has to have form. But a postmodernist just wants to be quiet. Let's be like the Buddhists. Let's meditate on nothing. Let's look at a candle and all goes. So we get into this tranquil state of non-thought. Because the moment you think, you've got language. The moment you have language, you have reason. The moment you have reason, you've got to relate things one to another. The moment you begin to do that, so let's do away with it. Postmodernism says, no, no, any idea is okay. Well, it's not. There's that which is right and there's that which is wrong. That's it. I'm old-fashioned. Thank God I am. I believe there's right and I believe there's wrong. That's it. No relativism. What's right is right, what's wrong is wrong. People used to say to me when I was young, the trouble with you is you see things in black and white. I said, quite right. Either a thing's right or a thing's wrong. Postmodernist says, no, 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 it depends. It's terrible when you get tolerance made of God. There are three processes in, in the transition. There's breakdown of belief. Uh, people's beliefs are always attacked. Have you noticed how Christianity on television or standards are attacked? You've got the soap operas where they belittle marriage and they say, oh, well, you know, marriage isn't important. They belittle relationships of family and they say that's not important. And all the time we've got postmodernist thought bombarding us out of our television screens. Then they break down uh, uh, the idea of individual rights and you've got a global culture now. Do you know we are a multicultural society, they say. That means we have to accept everything of every culture. I believe this is a Christian nation. That's it. Postmodernist theories begin with the assumption that language cannot render truths about the world in an objective way. 
Language, by its very nature, shapes what we think. Since language is a cultural creation, meaning is ultimately a social construction, and therefore you can't really take language to mean what it does mean, because in every culture words mean something different. Without communication of language, you have nothing in society. Society breaks down. Do you know what happened at Babylon? Tower of Babel? What happened? God gave them separate languages? What happened? They were scattered over the whole earth. Why? According to their language. Language separates people. The same language unites people. Take out of a society the language. Um... But language is how we communicate. Two people have to communicate. It's no good looking at someone and thinking you can communicate with your mind. You can't. You need language. To express thought, you need language. To express worship, you need language. What the postmodernists said is no. Language is a dangerous thing because what you're forcing on people is culture. Well, you better believe it. The culture of the kingdom of God is the word of God. And language is the way God communicates with us. Not only is truth abandoned, but also the desire to retain the truth effect. You know, truth has a a very great stabilizing effect on society. And what's happened? They don't want the truth effect to affect society anymore. I want my kids to grow up in a clean society, not one where it's full of perversion. Judges exercising genius interpretive strategies to throw out centuries of civilised law and to construct brand new legal principles reflecting current fashions. So now what we've got is judges, they're looking at human rights. Uh, And now we've got a great swerve of human rights coming in. And these human rights throw out moral law, they throw out moral standards, and they say, oh no, you've got a right to be whatever you want to be. Society's declining. Soon they won't allow us to teach our children what we want. The state will impose, if we're not careful, a standard and say that's the standard you've got to teach. You've got to bring your children up to be tolerant of every other form of life, every other form of behaviour. You're not allowed to tell them this is right and that is wrong. You mustn't have competition. That's postmodernism. Reason goes out the window. Anything goes. You know what they say? If nothing is true, everything is possible. That's their view. So you've no basis of truth, so anything's possible. So society is built on a premise that, well, you know. There is no absolute truth. If nothing's true, well, behavior can be whatever you want it to be. 
society is breaking down. Law and order is vanishing. Um, this is the greatest opportunity a Christian has to stand up. Because we are such a contrast to what's out there. If the Christian church would stop trying to placate the world and try and be all things to all men and started being what it should be, which is the truth of Jesus Christ held up and portrayed as the only way in life, then I'll tell you, there'd be a tremendous move of God. But they don't want preaching anymore. They want stories. They don't want preaching anymore. They want entertainment. They want music. They want charades. They want games. They want this. They want that. But what they don't want is someone to stand up and say, this is right and that is wrong. They don't want that anymore. The politicians don't want it. But there has to come a time when a body of people stands up and says truth is truth and it's absolute and we will not deviate from it. And they begin to stand for morals, they begin to stand for integrity, they begin to stand for what the word of God says and suddenly you'll find light arises. People realise they're wrong. There's a sin-sick world out there crying for leadership. And all they're getting is weak-kneed people telling them stories and saying, oh, well, you see, people won't want to listen to preaching anymore. They don't want to be told they're wrong. Look, your problem is sin. That's the only problem with the world. It's called sin. And Jesus Christ came to save his people from their sin. That's what we've got, a gospel. Good news. And he came to save us. We're not friends of the world. Friendship with the world makes me the enemy of God. And the world system and the world views aren't my views. I'm not a postmodernist. I'm not a modernist. I'm a Christian. The word of God is the only touchstone of truth. That's it. That's got to come back into every church. They've got to stop trying to be everything to everyone. Whereas modernism sought human control over nature, postmodernism exalts nature at the expense of human beings. Postmodernists stress style over substance. The surface is more significant than the interior. Everyone is acting. That's <laughs> our politician. Since style, surfaces and group identity are so important in contemporary life, postmodern society is highly geared toward fashion. Being on the cutting edge becomes an obsession. And when it becomes an obsession with the church, you're trying to keep up with modern ideas, modern ways. Well, then you've got problems. Wrong is right. It's not. It's wrong. Style is everything. Doesn't matter about substance. When the church loses its voice of truth and loses the Bible 
and loses its courage to stand up for what's right and wrong, we're left in trouble. And the church of Jesus Christ has got to find its voice again. It's got to say, hey, we're not part of this. What we need to pray for is God to raise up men who have courage to stand against the flow, to stand against the evil. We don't want to bow down to it. We don't want to pay homage to it. I hate it with every part of my being because it defies God, stands against everything I believe is precious. It's called postmodernism. It's the way the world thinks. I can't go out there and ever agree with one thing they say. Modernists uh, did not believe the Bible is true. Postmodernists have cast out the category of truth altogether. They just said there's no truth. Religion is seen as a preference. This is a completely different way of thinking about religion. That is a matter not of what is true, but of what one likes and what one wants. It doesn't matter what's true. It's, well, of course, everyone wants to be rich, don't you? Tolerance becomes the cardinal virtue. The postmodern sins are being judgmental, being narrow-minded, thinking that you have the truth. The only wrong idea is to believe in truth. The only sin is to believe in sin. That's the postmodernist idea. If you start talking about truth, about sin, they get mad at you because you're intolerant. You mustn't be judgmental. Everyone has a right to their own lifestyle. Got to accept people as they are. As group group oriented ideology minimizes the individual, it also minimizes personal responsibility. Well, it's not your fault you did that. It's society and culture made you that way. Let me read it out again. As group-orientated ideology minimizes the individual, it also minimizes personal responsibility. If the culture shapes the individual, then the culture must be responsible for what individuals do. In other words, now it's no longer me. I am not... What I choose to be, I'm what culture makes me. Well, that's not true. You are responsible for you before God. You can't blame your parents, and you can't blame your grandparents, and you can't blame your culture. You are responsible for your actions, and you are what you want to be. Don't ever blame anyone else. As the elements of Eastern religions become more prolific and faiths, the result will be a people who honestly believe that they have improved Christianity and who would even consider themselves to be Christian despite their creative restructuring of faith. I've met people who say, oh, Buddhism's a great faith. There's only one God and Father of Jesus Christ. There's only one true living Saviour. There's only one who rose from the dead. His name is Jesus. Postmodernism says accept everything. Christianity says we know. I believe in one God, Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth. Don't you? I know what I believe. 
and nothing's going to turn me from it. Postmodernism wants to turn us all from it. Christianity has been excommunicated from the culture at large. The establishment of Christian schools, Christian publishers, Christians' arts groups, Christian businesses, etc., may be the one great achievement of the 20th century church. We've got to have our own things. The only way to fight the system of the postmodernist world is for Christians to stand up and say, right. I'm going to go against the flow and we've established our own school, we've got our own Bible college, we've got our church, we've got to have our own businesses and we've got to fight them. As a great man once said, we'll fight them on the beaches. You know, we'll fight them every way we can. Postmodernist thinking is a terrible way of thinking but that's how the whole of our society is going. Style over substance. Ideas over ideals. We need to wake up as a church, wake up as a people. And when you hear people say things like that, challenge them. Don't remain one of the silent majority. If someone starts mouthing off about everyone's entitled, no they're not. God says this is right and that's wrong and that's what I believe. Nail your colours to the mast. And if you can't do that, nail the people to the master who've got the wrong ideas. Let them know you've got integrity and what you stand for. If we just all keep silent, I'll tell you, our silence is really helping the devil. We've got to stand up for truth and speak out for truth. We, we can't any longer be neutral. More and more, society's demanding we accept their values. We don't. More and more, society's saying we haven't got a right to our beliefs. We have. We're a minority group, maybe, but we have a right to believe in our God. We have a right to worship him. We have a right to believe what is right and wrong. And we have a right to stand for truth. We've still got that right in this land, but we won't have it much longer. And if you keep quiet, we'll lose it quicker. Every one of us has got to be a voice. Every one of us has got to challenge. And we've got to challenge the churches. Because most churches are frightened to stand up and fight. Postmodernist thinking's coming everywhere. God intends us to stand. We're not postmodernists. We're not modernists, we're Christians. Is that plain? Drugs is wrong. There'll never be a day when you should legalise drugs. Do you realise that uh, um, marijuana is five times more carcinogenic than tobacco? Now that's a medical fact. And yet we've got people who want to ban tobacco advertising and legalise cannabis. It's five times worse. Well, we've got a God who says what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And that's what we stand for.
Does that help you between modernism and postmodernism? Give you an idea of where the world's going. All right? Part of a lecture. I thought I'd share some thoughts with you. Absolute truth is truth we believe in. Okay, let's all stand. Lift your hands to heaven. Father, I just pray for each one. Lord, let your healing power flow to them. Lord, break the chains, loose the fetters, and heal them. Pray in Jesus' name. Amen.